0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo podcast. I am your host, Mr. Gimpy, and as always, I'm joined by the one, the only,
1: Chipped Monk. What's up, bro? Hey, what's <laughs> happening, everybody? So glad you came by. Listening into a, a two uh are we Taku's? is that
0: <laughs> i i wouldn't i wouldn't say i am i i think at this okay. point especially today you are for sure what
1: <laughs> why <laughs> like, would
0: i be today like, on this point like you are at right now because uh i just see your lonely life I, I, uh, I, no, no no i see <laughs> your models looking a yeah. little more stacked than normal so i'm assuming you're now they're still just
1: chilling back there oh I've been,
0: really i thought you a like like uh, maybe it's different lighting or something it's just know. a better angle
1: i feel yeah i've been thinking about putting them down into storage because like I use the vent for the window here and like, okay. I can't use that during the winter. So I'm like, what's the point in having all this out right now? You know, they're just kind of collecting dust. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm having the great debate of like, maybe I could paint one army real quick before winter comes and I could, <laughs> I could do that. I have nothing but it. And so I was like, th- I'm, like going through the different armies and it's like, uh you know, Mechanicus, uh, Adeptus. And then I was like, they're kind of hard. There's a lot of little bits on them. Yeah. And then I was like, "Well, the Marines are probably the easiest because you just, you know, throw primer and Marine blue on them and you're good to go." So <laughs> I don't know. I think to be board legal, they need at least three different colors on them. So do you play,
0: or do you just, or do you just paint? I,
1: so this pre everything that happened in the world, uh, yeah. I was planning to. My one coworker is big into it. He's the one who sold me these armies for basically free. Okay. It was like it was more of like I want to know you're serious before I give you all these. So I don't know, like a hundred (laughs) bucks. So I got like, like, you know, three or four grand worth of, uh, miniatures now just sitting back there. Damn. He also hooked me up with like a full on paint selection for like another hundred. Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, it's probably like, again, another seven, $800 worth of paint. Uh, so then I invested in like an airbrush booth and stuff. And I was like, all right, I'll get into this. Uh, and I painted some miniatures to like start some fantasy characters. And then, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like a because the models are so expensive. I'm kind of like scared to like get into them and like mess them up. So, so I'm I'm curious.
0: When what's the point of having so many different models? Or do they all have different? If abilities? I'm not or even are they, playing, are they? No, no. I mean, are they set in stone? I've I've never understood how that worked. Yeah, it's they like all have different like, abilities. Have, so, but how do you know? Do they just do they come with like a guidebook? And you're like, yeah, yeah. It is? Oh, there's a huge rule oh, okay. book, dude.
1: Uh, okay. And then, like, what most people do is like print out like their armies, and then they just like flip through, almost like cards. Uh, okay. And I think there's also okay. cards and stuff. The game is super complicated, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's basically like a what's that game? The turn-based strategy with UFOs. It's XCOM. It, uh, XCOM. It's kind of like XCOM. Okay. But, you know, but real life, <laughs> it, but but for reals this time. So you XCOM need, actually like, uh, has a
0: board game, by the way.
1: I, you know, it's makes probably sense. complicated <laughs> so, as fuck, but it seems cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, Warhammer is also kind of crazy complicated. There's like dice uh, and like to get the official dice, which are just six-sided dice. They're like 40 bucks, dude, just for like a bunch of like six-sided fuck, dice, dude. dude. But they're is like, that oh, that we put games that workshop,
0: right? Yeah, like, yeah. They're yeah. like, we put
1: that beautiful games workshop branding on this. So that'd be like $60 for that. <laughs> you're like, what <laughs> is, <laughs> is this what even? Is, dude? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just like a... Uh, horse polo dude this is like a rich man sport dude <laughs> like horse pol- is, yeah that's a great yeah. that's a great uh,
0: analogy there true uh meanwhile people are unboxing pokemon cards hoping for a rare they're just blowing up on on youtube and twitch and yep. warhammer just sitting idly by it on its mountain of cash
1: <laughs> yeah it's like everything maintains its value in warhammer like it's weird like because it's all like really high you know resin quality uh good yeah uh molds all this stuff so they have like a huge like standard that they hold themselves to and like That's i don't really know cool. like i said like this you know army there's still like a couple of grand <laughs> like i basically have a car <laughs> right there <laughs> just car. chilling and i'm just like right. yeah you know right. a car and like resin uh, can, paint, dude. can you
0: imagine like the nerd that breaks into someone's house who like doesn't steal anything of of like traditional value right and they just steal yeah. a bunch of warhammer miniatures it's like <laughs> that the cops all like and what do you have to declare for for being stolen 10 grand worth of miniatures and the cops <laughs> like what <Yeah. laughs> it's like not believing <laughs> they're like, at all. They're like ah, i don't know about that I, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that chief
1: <laughs> uh, i just had a friend who she was like took her ring to go get appraised for insurance and I was like, how much is that ring worth? And she's like, enough for I need to go get an appraised for insurance. And i was yeah, like, yeah, no shit. Sure. Right. Right,
0: right, yeah, right, right. Fair right. enough.
1: For sure. It's like some family heirloom situation. And I was like, man, that's ice, dude. But I, uh, I used to,
0: I, when I worked um, at a certain financial institution, uh, I had to deal with the uh, uh, personal safes or the lock boxes or whatever. Um, yeah. And um, it always have to... Like open the cage for them and then have my key plus their key to open it. Yeah. And uh, this one guy's like, hey, do you want to see what's in here? I was like, dude, I don't care. He's like, no, 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 seriously. You should, <laughs> you, I want you to see this because I think you'll appreciate it. This dude pulls out literally, it, he had he had uh, three safety deposit boxes, right? Opened all three, and, uh, and you know, I turned my head. He's like, no, 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 seriously, seriously, come look at this, right? And I'm like, okay, what's he going to show me, right? Fucking pulls out three safety deposit deposit boxes full of Magic the Gathering cards. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> All rare, and he had like the guidebook yeah. and shit, and he had like legitimately like twenty k worth of magic cards. Yeah, man. And dude, I was like, like, "Holy a shit, card dude. that's worth like twenty k!" Yeah. So he so he worked at a uh you know like a specialty game store, and then he managed it, and then he yep. um, did like back office shit too. So he would just do first first pull right. He's like, uh, "I'll take this 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 this." So he just amassed a huge ass collection. Um, I think so about like that this is from time my to time, ret- man. He's like, "This is legitimately might gonna be my, my
1: retirement." And magic also holds its value for some weird reason. Like, even over if the time. cards
0: aren't in, uh, aren't in uh, regs, right? It's, they still yeah will hold. Because I, I guess magic, magic tournaments are always. they I'll,
1: I'll yeah. perform the stock market. Like, if you have like the yeah. good rare cards, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, According to like uh, Alpha Investments, he's like a YouTuber and like he. Sure. Uh, That's how he built like a bit of his money. He like went into like actual trading and then he was like, my magic cards are worth more than like uh, the bonds and stuff. I'm trying to sell to people. I'm just going to double down on that. So that's dope. That's, that's actually true. So everyone's like into
0: cryptocurrencies and shit, but if you get into like hobby hobbyist, like level collecting and stuff, it's actually pretty ridiculous. Like even people who collect sports cards, um, they they moved on to like Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, stuff yeah. like that because the this, like, this is not an investment
1: boom, you know? uh podcast. This is no, it definitely it is. I mean, it's, it's just one of those. <laughs> I like, think we weird have to do that, that disclosure. Like, please For consult a sure. financial advisor. It's just interesting because any... <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I see. You know, have like, you I mean, seen I, like
1: this new scam though? Uh, I, you know, I'm not gonna say it's a scam, but my uh, brief. Uh, run in with it was like people who want you to invest in their collectible. Oh, it's yeah. It's like, like you, the, the you buy, like, shit? yeah. A yeah no, yeah. no, you buy like shares of like a Charizard card. And yeah, then dude, when they go to, to sell the to, Charizard yeah. card, you get back like whatever money they make. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you never really get to see <laughs> it or behold it. Like, I don't know. That's kind of like one of the nice things about like, uh, getting into like some sort of hobby or collectibles like I still have those guys like even if like the market bottoms you have out something of, like something tangible yeah, right I could, yeah. I could still go play warhammer like if it, the value goes to zero right you know no
0: are there i'm mean, i'm sure there's digital options to play warhammer right i know like uh yeah. board game workshop or whatever on steam or whatever has like warhammer stuff yeah the tabletop huh. simulator
1: has yeah, that's like it, a bunch that's of it. armies and it, stuff yeah 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 no it's an interesting it's an interesting hobby man i, I it seems like uh, games workshop doesn't really care anymore about making physical product they're more like just a licensing machine at this point so is i think the they Post, got yeah. yeah I think they got bought up by Hasbro or they bought up Hasbro one way or another i think there's some sort of right? yeah. yeah merger but mm. yeah, i don't want to speak too much out of school and like they know like all the uh fans are like kind of aging out of the hobby so they've been trying to introduce it to the young kids uh so they like made like weird comic books that are like Kid-friendly comic books, but like Warhammer's, like one of the most like bloodiest. Like it's basically it like legitimately surprising <laughs> me. Warhammer hasn't been like a popular
0: movie or like like traditional media franchise right because it's lore and yeah. stuff is ridiculous like the gaming lore i, I like read into it. i'm like holy shit this there's actually a lot to this and it's actually super interesting yeah, uh the vermintide nuts. games are actually what made me more interested in the rest
1: of there the series are a as few a fan-made videos like on youtube that you can get to they're like cgi sh- like shorts yeah and like these yeah. all have like millions of views so i think there's like a fever yeah uh, of people who know about like warhammer who want more like good warhammer content out there and so i don't know like there, there's definitely stuff available for you like if like you're a fan or like have a passing interest like there's guys who give you synopses of like all the books of like what's available they're like oh let me you know tell you about like this entire book series and then they'll break it down for you like uh chapter to chapter and yeah uh you know so there's good entry points in for like new fans but the children's books were like a misguided attempt <laughs> like everyone's like do this there's no like Fun fluffy stuff in this universe, dude. It's like pretty hardcore. Like it's uh it is it's, it's kind of like in that like vein of like the nineteen eighties, like heavy metal, you know, where like everything's like yeah. bombastic and like yeah. I think the marines are like twelve feet tall or something crazy, like <laughs> uh with exoskeleton armor. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, man, it's uh it's one of those things eventually i'll get to painting it some for sure. Someday. for sure
0: for sure so i mean the only reason i i bring it up is because i was looking at yeah, your collection i'm like oh yeah I, I did set up my 3d printer i haven't printed anything yet but i did set it up
1: nice so That's
0: half the uh, battle man it's, it's fucked it have it, up, the... it was like all the battle like i need i need a brain <laughs> does it have wi-fi on it man uh no but i mean oh. just put just put it on a usb stick and just yeah. leave it so it's not a big deal and it's i, I put it um in my storage room which like, like i said before in a previous pod it's well you know it's fine um yeah. has its own spot so i can just go for however long it needs to uh the first thing i'm making uh probably would be uh the mask of the father from dark souls because right. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's 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 on thingiverse and it's something to paint that that i know what what it's supposed to look like and feel confident enough in the how it's supposed to look, you know. So, yeah. well, we'll we'll look into that. A uh, little update, man. Uh, before we get into the nitty gritty of what today's episode is about, um, I gotta say, dude, Black Friday is upon us, and. I'm not feeling anything in terms of gaming, dude. I, I, yeah, I mentioned it <laughs> last week on the pod saying, Hey, we'll, we'll look at what's, what's coming out, what we recommend, what we're excited for. I'm not excited for anything, dude. Like the, the game's coming out. I don't give three shits about what's coming out this year.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I mean, like everything kind of drops next year. And then like some of the stuff's been postponed. Like I, yeah. I know like Halo supposed to be in December. So this is not going to, that's it. That's it for, any, for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same. <laughs> like, that's the beginning and the end of it. Like, uh, i know there's like that new pokemon game and stuff that they it's announced remake, that like the, yeah like yeah. the nintendo directs and like yep there's some remakes out there there's like new entrances and the franchises but like nothing that would be on sale uh maybe there's some good like you know day of cyber monday deals or something on steam that you could get like a classic but goodie.
0: yeah yeah uh, i, I always it's there. spend at least like probably 100 200 bucks on like the steam black friday slash cyber monday sales so we'll see if I pick up anything good that's been on my wish
1: list. I'll definitely, I'll definitely say something. But uh, I stopped yeah, uh, doing that because I have like so much in my back catalog that I was like, oh, I gotta play. And then I went through and started playing it and like beating a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty close, to, like caught up, and like the stuff that's left in there, like I don't really have interest in playing at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, these never got touched for a reason. Like, I... that's... Yeah, I've become uh,
0: Smaug. Um, I just hoard all of my steam yeah, digital games, hoarding, right? Yeah, dude. It's, it's, uh, my backlog went from when I first started like digital, digitally purchasing games, my backlog went from like, you know, seven, eight games to right at this point. Uh, let's see what I have, uh, out of the 1200 games, 1200 plus games I own on steam, uh, 800, <laughs> That's just a rough estimate just looking here uh 800 games in the backlog it's not it's not getting touched but what's nice though is are you ever like bored one day and you just like like i just will um, pop steam big picture on right and i have like a steam steam link upstairs so if i'm super bored or whatever and i'm playing out all the all the console games and stuff i just throw on steam link scroll through a list and go i've i don't even know what the fuck this is and just start playing planning you know? <laughs> it that's actually how i played uh, spec ops the line which was recommended to me by a friend a while back but i never just got around to it until oh, i would say last year or so that game was fantastic one of the most yeah. one of the best single player stories ever honestly great game great game glad i purchased nice. it for like three bucks at one point you know one sale <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> one of I the that's how I like got through most of my back catalog of games is like would I would put on the big picture mode. And I'd be like, look at yep. them all. It was <laughs> just like uh, flick through until I found something. like, all right, let's just uh, play this one. And I would grind it out. I'm, like a lot of the game, like, I don't know. I've become like a, uh, I think the coin that somebody heard somebody coin was like a content tourist at this point. Mm, or like, I just like throw term. the game on like easy or medium mode or normal. And I'm like, all right, let's just blow through this real quick to get the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like I'm not, in this for a challenge. Like, I don't want to get, you know, really skilled at like this 20 year old game at this point. Uh, I mean,
0: you know, if it was like Tetris or something, like it'd be worth it because those people still you could still have a legitimate career being a tetris pro it's ridiculous like yeah man like i mean it's such a specialized thing it's like what do you put in your taxes tetris tetris gamer (laughs) yeah dude it's it's insane it's insane but then then there's like uh tetris like single player pros and then there's tetris like competitive guys that play against each other so there's
1: different modes there's people like in the speed running for different variations on like the og nes yeah tetris where it's like oh run up to like this level or uh fastest time to this score or like there's a lot of different nuance to the yeah, tetris there's, game there's, man there's a ton dude
0: uh so let's uh, get to the topic at hand and speaking of black friday and all that new releases uh the three big shooter games coming um november december we mentioned halo which um, both of us are excited for and i think throughout the yeah. pod and everything else everyone knows i'm super amped for that game uh that that is probably going to be with, like my end-all, be-all winter game. Uh, but I did purchase a new shooter. <coughs> the The next one coming out um, at the time of this pod's posting is probably Battlefield 2042. I think it comes out a couple days after we post this.
1: Okay. Uh, hopefully
0: it's good. Um, I'm very excited for portals, actually. Um, so you can just play 1942 with a new engine, you know, and uh, Battle- Bad yeah. Company 2, all that shit. That sounds pretty great. If, if, if it actually gets pulled off well, that could be, like... Like the central hub for all things Battlefield, so because you, yeah. you, you want to play the one you liked, go play the one you liked within the current one, which is cool. Um, so it's hopefully, kind of like the thing.
1: Master Chief Collection, though. I feel like, yes, yes. you know, <laughs> where it's like you kind of hope that was what Master Chief Collection would be, and then like it didn't quite live up to, uh, you know, you know even now, what, even what though what they you made would hope.
0: it better, it's still trash, but <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: you know, uh, so I um, I bought Call of Duty Vanguard uh all right the uh, sledgehammer the release sledgehammer release yes yes so the big why? joke is yeah why? why why would you waste your 60 dollars why would you here's a yeah, new
1: dude, dude Here's the did thing. you steal it No. Nope. <laughs> like, nope. was there a coupon Paid did full. you get it on nope, sale not at all last year it's uh, gonna be like in the 9.99 bin this it, already was, Friday, it already was dude it already was like man. like
0: uh the next, the Monday after it released, it was on sale for forty
1: bucks. I could have saved, you know, twenty bucks or whatever. <laughs> I think you can depend where you got from. You could get like a price match. You might be able to get like some sort of store. Oh no, credit. I
0: got it on PC straight from um, BattleNet, dude. Well, well, well. <laughs> wasted my money. But here's the thing: I have come to realize that. At certain
1: points? (laughs) uh, A sucker for uh, uh, Call of Duty. At certain
0: points, I want a very specific, mindless game. Yeah. Right? Definitely. And and you know, I I, I've taken to not playing sports games much anymore. Um, I used to really like the NBA 2K series, and that became super pay-to-win in around 2014, 2015 or so. Um, whichever was the last one I bought, where I was like, oh, I actually play this, and I jumped online and people were already like level 99 and a bunch of bullshit. I'm like, yeah, this is too much. I don't want to pay $100 on top of the game, the $60 I bought this game for. Then I'm just going to do another one next year for the same thing. So I stopped playing those. Call of Duty... And Battlefield have become the yearly, you know, sports game releases in the shooter sector. They yes, really uh, have
1: a product um, like you know, like you're going to get a nice six-hour story. I, yeah, I know exactly uh, you know, what I'm getting. Yeah, four-hour campaign or whatever. Like, uh, so yep, you get your zombies modes and you get your online play. Like yep, that's yep, exactly. Check, check, check. You know, and
0: here's the thing. Uh, you know, I really like shooters in general i really like uh competitive shooters but there's something be- to be said about playing something casual and say what you will i know cod has pro teams and shit but that is a casual shooter you know it yeah. really is it's something about just going in getting a quick 40 like and logging off.
1: casual slash arcade shooter yes yes like it's one of those games like like you're saying like pulling up big screen mode and just picking a game you can pick up like any call of duty and be like, hey, I'm just going to quickly play an online match. And like, you know what you're getting, you know, what well, you getting, get into it. Yeah.
0: I will say it's always fun, right? Like you're never yeah. not having fun playing it. Even if you're playing a terrible call of duty, you'll have fun shooting and killing people because
1: everything's so fast, you know, and, yeah. and you know what you're getting into since jump. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So it, it all came out like in 2003. That's when the first call of duty came out. Uh, when I, what I recall from it is, like, it was, like, another World War II game. I was already big into the PC's play, like, space. Yes. Nobody yes. really played it. Like, all all my friends would rather play uh, Counter-Strike, Day of Defeat, uh, and then, saying, like... Uh, in, Medal,
0: Medal and, of Honor Allied Assault was uh, the game yeah. game released before yeah. by the same team, but... Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, so, the, like, in that same space, you had, like, uh, Medal of Honor, Battlefield, Enemy Territory, uh World War II Sniper, Call to Victory, Elite Forces. So it was like a big uh, you know, gray space where nobody it didn't really stand out. Like all my buddies like who played competitive style games were like, you know, it's Counter Strike or day of defeat for us. Like uh and because like on <laughs> Shout PC out like... territory, by the way, I lost like three years of my life to that game. <laughs> uh on PC, like we all bootlegged it and tried it out, like the OG first call of duty. Sure. Uh, and nobody liked it because it had the same problem that the first Halo had where there was no spread and then there was no kickback to like the guns. So like, it was like, it was a race to get like the saw, like the machine gun and like whoever got that would just dominate the match. And it was like, all right, this game kind of (laughs) sucks. So I don't know. Like it wasn't until like uh, the,
0: uh, first one,
1: (laughs) the, uh, the kill
0: cam was new at that point. Um. So yeah. it was interesting. You you couldn't great the game with a the single sniper because no one could find you because the kill cam would so, give you away. Train yard. The kill cam. So there's some good. There's uh, some good stuff. I I it, I think the first COD
1: definitely was a stepping stone. It was notable. It of like water, but yeah. Like it it got into like the circle of like, I, don't know, I would say like pretty hardcore gamers at the time. Like we yes. were talking about. We're like, what's this about? Yep. Uh, is, w- can we play this competitively? You know, it was kind of like the mindset. Yeah, uh, and for us, it was just like now nah, because like it just didn't seem like it was going to stick. Uh, enter Infinity Ward uh, dropping. Uh, it was started by Infinity Ward. They dropped that. Then it was a couple of years later. Treyarch developed the third game. So it was two thousand three. Then 20, 2007. Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare dropped. Yeah, I think that like that is to the call of duty franchise what like halo 2 is to yep. like the halo series like it was like a yep. uh, like the zeitgeist like it's everyone was like perfect timing oh, yeah perfect yep. timing like the new playstation had just dropped it had like local split multiplayer uh it ran buttery smooth like the maps were just like iconic uh the the yep. weapons all felt good they had really dialed in everything and like that's when kill streaks were powerful but not overwhelming as well
0: yeah. in modern and the original Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah and very, like uh, that, that's when I got really deep into I got deep into that game. I wouldn't say I'm a Call of Duty fan. I would say like I was a, a Call of Duty for Modern Warfare fan. Uh, yeah, and so like that game got super popular, and then the studio started struggling. Uh, Treyarch and Infinity Ward to keep up with like Activision because they wanted a game every year. Every year. Yeah, so 2014, Activision moved to the three studio, three-year dev cycle, uh, and that's when they uh, picked up Sludgehammer Games into it. So yep. that, that's when you, that's how you start getting it from like uh, games with kind of a message to like just a game as a product to now they're trying to move to like games as a service almost. And, uh, they took the formidable
0: Raven Software as well, and they're being su- they're, and they're playing supporting devs as well yeah. to it. Raven you know made some of the most iconic games for me growing up uh like for example we we mentioned uh uh let me start but um Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast and uh that I believe Raven helped with that I can't, man I I had it at the top of the pod but I can't think of it anymore but you know they uh Soldier of Fortune was the other was oh, the other one yeah. that was their game do you remember that game is the first shooter with um limb damage you can shoot off someone's hand shoot off someone's arm shoot off someone's leg and stuff like that that was raven software's uh claim to fame
1: i I would say they almost brought like that like gritty storytelling that like yes you know uh call of duty started aping like in the later franchises like when they got to uh it wasn't modern warfare it would be like uh i think uh man Black Not Ops. Ghost, yeah, like Black, Black Ops, Ops Ghost, yeah. where they started like trying to tell like the Michael uh, um... Mann
0: style, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and, like so, a lot of people would say like Ghost that first, like is it the first or second one was like the worst Call of Duty game as well. The first, and it was Ghost. like yeah, it's Ghost yeah it was like more yeah. of like a tech demo, uh, but it had nothing on like Advanced War, which was like slightly after that. That's where they got into like uh, loot boxes finally. Like they started future like, warfare they... and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. they're like, had... and then it became. Even more arcade and crazier, like, the the maneuverability, like, because of uh, advanced warfare, like, the f- close futuristic warfare. Yep. The guns stopped feeling like real guns as well. Like, it, it became, like, pew-pew shooters instead of, yep. like, your classic uh, weaponry that, like, I don't know, that made the franchise, that built the franchise. Uh, and I don't know, that's kind of, like, where you get into, like, people... I think it's like Halo Four, Halo Five, where they're like, "This is just Call of Halo now," or so you start getting like more direct. Had comparison. no
0: idea what they wanted it to be because Call of Duty started to become the it child instead of Halo being the it child. So yeah. they just tried to copy, which is the worst thing. You you don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see copying to get people to play your game but when you were the forebearer of everything fucking innovate instead of copy yeah. you know that's 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 just my own pet peeve i mean you can copy you know, my homework sure...
1: but don't make it too obvious exactly
0: exactly <laughs> uh so you know the so, uh, uh, infant's done good things with that now but uh i think call of duty it's one of those things where it's a yearly sports release man like yeah. uh if you like you know what you're getting and i'll say like for sixty bucks, if I play it, I'm definitely gonna play it at least sixty hours. A dollar an hour, right? Why yeah. not? That's you can't, that's some cheap ass entertainment, if you ask me. Um, the single player <laughs> is dog water, dude. The single player is awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for the enjoyment that I'm getting from uh, the multiplayer mode, and uh, I'll I'll probably check out zombies. I'm not a big zombies guy, but it's a nice you know you know side story there. Um, you know, and then like the Warzone stuff that they added, like going World War Two with that. You know, I don't. I'm not big into Warzone, but it's a cool side, you know, adventure or whatever. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't regret it, and and I see why people do it because it's a safe choice, right? You know what you know what parents who don't play video games are going to get their kids for Christmas. What everyone else is is talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, it, would, a, it would be Call Duty, you know, Madden, say, oh, or FIFA's, yeah.
1: or your basketball it's the, game. A or...
0: safe choice, dude. It, it yeah. really is. Uh, there, uh, I just wanted to say that. Uh, i've had no want in the world for vanguard honestly like even when i was out i didn't play the beta didn't really care looked at it, i was like this looks kind of cr- trash one of my buddies goes hey i'm getting this game you want to get it too and I, it took me i was like no and then um it was the day before it released and he's like i'm gonna jump on dude we're gonna pop off and i was like yeah that sounds pretty fun so i you know bought it just like off of that it didn't take the much. same
1: thing happened to me with the last call of duty game I bought was black ops 3 and yeah. it, all the boys were like we're all gonna be playing it this weekend you gotta get it, it's gonna be amazing. I was like, Oh, Call of Duty, all right. Yeah, I guess I guess could go back. And yeah. so I bought uh the legendary pack because I was like, I'm going in, man. I want to <laughs> I wanna be blinged out. I want to look at we played it that weekend and never again, but we played a lot of it. Like we played, we played it for like, it, like 30 hours, right? Just yeah, like- <laughs> at least minimum, minimum 30, like in like a three-day period where like I think it was like three 12-hour days, so it's like around like 36, 40 hours of. Of, like, Black Ops, and then I was like, everyone got just kind of burnt out on it, and I was like, ah, all right. And I don't know, they, we really wanted to try out uh, the Battle Royale mode that they added when it first that came one. out. That was uh, Black yeah. Ops 4 then that you bought, okay? Yeah, okay. yeah it was Black yeah. Ops 4 that I got. My bad, yep. Yep. they all Either kind way. of bleed together, true, <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, yeah, Black Ops 4 where they dropped that, and like, we all want to try the Battle Royale and like, uh. After that weekend, we're just like, yeah, we're good. We won a few matches. Uh, it was really buggy. Uh, it was a lot of lag, like in their yeah. first because we got like the release weekend. There's yep. a lot of issues, you know, the sixty gig day one patch or whatever. Like, uh, yeah. but it was it was all right. It was like more Call of Duty. I was having fun with it, and like all my buddies were just like, oh, this is Call of Duty. I'm like, yeah, guys. <laughs> They're like, oh, <laughs> <What okay."> <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what did you, what did you think? Like, uh, yeah, man, man, yeah, that's. A- I had the same thing that happened to you with, uh, with Vanguard where you're like, yeah, all right, I'll get into this, I guess. It's like a, I got yeah. a few people playing it.
0: Yeah. Me- meanwhile, I'm like, I'm about to prestige pretty quick here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to play it. It's fun. You know, it's like, what else am I playing right now? Nothing. Nothing really. Yeah. Um, Valorant, you know, but that, uh, you know, I don't always want to jump into a hyper sweaty game. You know, I just, yeah. just want to just blast somebody and go go back to go on to my day, uh, especially like while working. It's the greatest thing to just, hey, I'm going to hop in, do like t- two or three quick matches and just get back to work. Right. It's yep. super simple. Yeah. Like uh, other people do. Heart like, I don't even... I've done chess actually, <laughs> but then chess started. I I started, I, I ranked too high in, in like a, the chess thing app that I was using. Right. So then yep. the matches were tough as fuck. And I'm like, ah, damn it. This is I, <laughs> it's I gotta being fun. so I was concentrating on that instead of work. I'm like, yeah, I got <laughs> to switch this up.
1: <laughs> yeah man it, i don't even feel bad for leaving like a call of duty match like yeah no. If, i was right? just like yeah whatever i'll just like bounce out of like a death match like uh yeah it's i don't know it, it's a popcorn it's a product at this point and like it's a popcorn that's product. okay You're right yeah. yeah yeah it's i feel like a lot of people have been getting upset about something. like there's a lot of bad press about like vanguard right now too everyone's like really dunking on it but i feel like that's every video game every, reviewer yeah yep they're like their biggest complaint is it's like just more call of duty they're like haven't we seen this before in other call of duties it's like sure yeah have. dude
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> what i wanted yeah. you know what, it's, you know like,
1: what? <laughs> it's almost like they're using the same recipe and they're just kind of changing up some of the ingredients they're like yeah. <laughs> oh they they're gonna go destroy some sort of monument they're gonna go try and rescue somebody it's like yeah dude it's, <laughs> it's call of duty bro like i
0: don't here's the thing I still go and see Fast and the Furious movies, right? You know yeah. what? I don't think they're going to be good movies, man. I just go because it's, it's it's ridiculous at this point, and I know what I'm getting, and it's a fun watch, right? That's why yeah, last Fast and Furious is. was good, man. I
1: enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed but it I, too. I didn't watch any of the other Fast and Furious since like three. Oh, right. Really? So like going oh, from like three to that, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Please make more of these. Yeah, dude.
0: yeah. Uh, seriously. Um, 4 was the last time they were grounded. 5 is where they just were like, yep, fuck it." As soon as they added the rock, they're just like, "Nope, fuck it. This is uh yeah. this is just a just spy go for a action franchise." And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you should you d- owe it to yourself to see 5, dude. It is the best in the series by far. It's the perfect right. blend of Do I need to watch 4 to understand? <laughs> going on Here's it? the thing if you watch four to, to try and understand, it's four is just when uh uh dom and and brian get back together right okay they're, the, they're, yep. they're friends again that's it you can probably you can probably just read a synopsis or just jump right into five because <laughs> you know what i mean because right. because uh th- yeah it's it, pretty much, it pretty much everyone starts right off uh, right off of four anyway so you know would it, it uh, <laughs>
1: add to the experience not like just kind of going in blind do you think
0: Actually, I think it adds to the experience if you watch them all, like, in a row. Okay, the, nice. Say what you will about the quality of these movies, but the stories or, like, the timeline is actually pretty consistent. Like Especially who? if you watch three and then see how they jump around to go make three still, like, the last movie. In a, so in I've a noticed this more and more. I
1: feel like we're defending things to, like, a non-existent critic because you're what like mean? oh say what you oh, will no. about like, like oh, are there people cause... who dunk on Fast and Furious because like everybody yeah, I talk constantly. to like enjoys it dude like uh, all the reviews I don't know maybe the algorithms just cater to what I, I like Mentioned, hey have you seen the new Fast and Furious they're like those movies are terrible I'm like yeah
0: but have you seen them and they're like yes so it's always that wow. it's like the thing you don't want to admit to liking but you like but I'm here to tell you that I like Fast and the Furious. It's fun, you know. Not every movie has to be an Oscar-caliber fucking tearjerker, you know. Sometimes like you, know, you can have fun. What what happened yeah. to having fun, man? You know what? You know what movie was fucking great? Big Trouble in Little China, man. You know how many Oscars that won? Zero. You know how many Razzies yeah. it was nominated for? Three. Like, come on. It's you know, <laughs> to Have fucking fun. Like, what happened I feel like to it's been fun? making
1: more and more of a resurgence. Uh, Big fun? Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, it's and definitely fun. Fun. Fun's yeah. definitely making a resurgence. Well, because
0: Hobbs and Shaw was the other one, man. That's just, that was an 80s action movie, the spin-off for Fast and the Furious, which you should watch because it's also really fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it is what it is, man. And that's what Call of Duty is, man. Call of Duty's is no longer trying to be game of the year. It doesn't give a shit. It only cares about your money, which if, as long as they push out something, give me new maps, new weapons, a uh, slightly, you know, tw- Week experience as long as it's not broken as shit if i want that type of gameplay i know where to go for it you know yeah
1: let's yeah, they definitely kind of cornered like the warfare shooter market the
0: arcade style of it right yeah even battlefield like they tried to go more realistic but they realized that leaning more towards arcade is better for yeah. just emergent gameplay because I 2042 like... is just throwing shit at the wall they're like hey you can ride this tornado and fucking do whatever you want we don't give a shit just like there's yeah. some realistic weapons and, <laughs> but here have a grappling hook and fucking fly do what you need to do
1: yeah it, it feels like arma kind of picked up the torch of like trying to be more realistic like hyper realistic almost like like they have like really real weapons and like you have to have like a spotter if you're like a sniper to like call out shots and stuff and yeah uh, but like even those guys because i know a few people who play like hardcore arma too uh even those guys will download like the fun mods dude they're like all right it's arma two but now like the halo aliens are invading so now we're like we're like they come up with like weird scenarios we're like all right now we're a bunch of like uh 1970s marines and like the halo covenant guys have shown up in like an alternate <laughs> timeline and we have to defend like try it's and amazing. do it yeah so there, there's,
0: there's this like weird it's fun like, there's this weird push right for more realistic games but those games are like well reviewed and people will say yeah if you want to play something realistic play this game that person like suggesting that game to you doesn't play that game i can almost guarantee it yeah. uh, my first experience with Arma was uh someone going because i i really i i grew, grew up loving the rainbow six series right people were like yeah. that's not realistic enough play this one instead like because i went from rainbow six to ghost recon to back to rainbow six right because i i wasn't a fan of the vegas series it was it there I'll, I'll go into it in a different pod it all just right. wasn't what i wanted from rainbow six so i went from like three to vegas and it was just a little too arcadey for me in a rainbow six game and they're all like oh you want you don't want arcadey try this shit out when movement is a hassle <laughs> in a game,
1: I'm not gonna <laughs> like have fun, every right? button on the keyboard does something in Arma, yeah. bro. <laughs> like yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. No, no, it's nothing to be said to shit on Arma because I, I, you know, I'm sure it's a good game for the p- audience it's catered to, but it's it's not something I want to play. I come from you know Quake, Unreal, Rocket Jumping, yeah. uh, you know, uh, shit like that. You know, that's I I put fun over realism, and then there's this this subset of games that got really popular, like Escape from Tarkov, you know fun game very fun the, the just you know
1: i burnt out on it pretty quick because i didn't like the inventory management in the, Escape I from say, like, where i was like it felt like i was playing like a mini game in between matches yeah like i enjoyed the carrot stick of it like you go and you try and get like loot or you try to escape like with loot if like uh and then like you trade that and you buy like better like kits Yeah, but i just want to like play the game like i don't want to manage inventories and like buy stuff like i just want to shoot things Yep, and, like I'm a simple man. Yep, yep. So, <laughs> I like, don't know. I did then like squad. the base building in there, like is yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, the base bi- adding thing is—it's it a weirdly implemented thing. Yeah, base, it felt tacked on almost. It, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, so so like some of these more realistic games like that game, uh, uh, Squad, uh, Hell Let Loose, uh, Beyond the Line, where there are these giant warfare games where you have squad leaders and platoon leaders and shit like that, and you're all fighting for a bigger goal. In theory, that sounded great to me. I tried, uh, I bought, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's called Beyond the Line, I be called Behind the Line, something like that. It's the competitor to Hell Let Loose. Um I bought that on a buddy's recommendation. He's like, "Dude, play with me. This game's fucking amazing." Um he he described it. It all sounded great. I played it. Was bored to tears. And it's not because the game was bad, right? When when you have something where 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 hundreds of thousands of people are playing it, you're like, "It can't be bad, right?" It's just not clicking with me. And I yeah. realized that and he he even told me. He goes he goes, "This is not a game where you can just go off for like 40 kills and be like the hero of all time." I liked going off for 40 kills and being the hero of the entire server, you know, and <clears throat> like f- and I'm also really against following orders in general. So like the we sure. like, the squad leader, it, it's like the the rebel and and me or whatever. I don't know, man. He, he the, the squad leader's like, hey, take this fight. I'm like, fuck you, buddy. I'm going over here, and you know, I would die. It's just like, it's just why. You know, then then there's yeah. my Call of Duty updates popping right now. <laughs> but they heard us I mean, talking about I, it. Yeah, exactly. But I realized, right? Like, well, I appreciate developers going for realism and everything else. I, I realized that I don't respond to it, like semi-realistic is this far as I'll go. Like Rainbow Six Siege is probably as
1: realistic as I'm going to get. For me, where uh my, you know, uh, flirtation with like realism in games ended, was when I was playing Gears of War and I was watching my buddy play Gears of War uh, <laughs> the for the first time. Okay. Yeah, so I was watching him play for uh, Gears of War for the first time. Uh, and he got shot and like uh the screen like has like that overlay of like red garbage and like grid all over it and i was like oh man this is so unrealistic dude look at all that like uh you know garbage over the thing like that guy didn't even like shoot you like anywhere and he's like bro if this was real i'd be on the floor crying because i got shot like i wouldn't be like keep going like and i was like yeah you're right this is a video game like (laughs) so like ever since that point i was just like it's a game have fun with it like i don't want you know like limb damage and stuff that's like cool like it adds to like certain like story type of telling like in your game I if think that's what you're going for yeah but yeah uh for me like i just want like the regeneration uh bars like i don't want to be like med kits are dumb like you hit hitting even like med pens or whatever it's like all right this is you know it's just to have fun man like, <laughs> like can we just have fun <laughs> like i'm okay with the med kits
0: and stuff uh i will say like What's funny is me saying like I don't really care for realism and stuff, but I loved Stalker. I love Stalker to death, and I'm super excited for two. I'm an Enigma, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know know why that game clicked for you, like you said. Like
1: it did. Yeah. I would say the more realistic your game goes, like and tries to be, the more niche your audience has to be, and like it's only going to click for like less people. Like, whereas like arcadey fun shooter, like that's like has a wide audience appeal, which is why like they keep pumping out these call of duties every year
0: yeah uh, yeah
1: because it's like wide mass market appeal where it's like i just want a fun arcadey shooter like uh and you then know, like you funny. have like your Oh, will go on
0: oh no I, I don't mean to interrupt but I, you made me think of one thing uh i actually thought at one point that battlefield would be the main shooter for a long time be- like over cod as well especially because cod modern warfare came out right and uh yeah. after that they went back to world war ii with a uh, world at war right i can't remember the release cycle or maybe it was whichever um but they added tanks in that so call of duty flirted with vehicles but their vehicles were terrible halo yeah. had vehicles which were really good uh and and it seemed like you know the gta 4 uh, came out with you can drive around and stuff i'm like People are really liking running around in vehicles with their friends and shooting, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, big vehicle based, like giant sandbox, you know, and I'm like, what game does that really well? Fucking battlefield, dude, especially with like Bad yeah. company too. Like that game was amazing. And I thought was like such a good foundation to grow that franchise um into being like a mainstay even if it was published by ea but some some somehow they squandered it dude somehow they yeah. lost the um casual appeal and they lost like up their lunch too, like, to
1: like uh the world of out. series right like the world of tanks world of ships like you think world so? Pl- you think
0: it was those yeah days? dude I, I feel like, like those, those like lean... the people were
1: realistic though and
0: you can't yeah. switch but okay let's let's hear I, your I, I
1: feel i don't know i just feel like the people who would be more into like vehicle-based combat like you inherently have to slow it down and make it like a, a bit more realistic for it to stay fun. Otherwise you end up with like Twisted Metal and like nobody was playing Twisted Metal after like two. Fuck
0: or, you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like you got Twisted Metal Black or whatever. Like try to bring it back yet again, I think at one I'm point. On like PS3, a,
0: yeah. 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 Uh,
1: so I, it, it seems like, the like I'm saying, like it's an arcadey fun vehicle <laughs> thing, but like I feel like that went dumber unfortunately so that like it got cannibalized by like your mario karts and crash bandicoot karts or whatever like it became more of like a kart racer thing where okay. it's like it needed to be like more controlled on a track uh for it to be arcadey and fun sure where they did, couldn't figure out something like uh world of tanks where it's like an open map uh where you can have like a little bit more time to react to like what the enemy's doing yeah. whereas like if everyone was running around with like mario kart style physics and power-ups in like a world of tanks style like battle royale map like it would just be like chaos and malarkey like it would not be fun like (laughs) you're like i got killed by some random like blue shell from across the map this is both. you Uh, know what i
0: think would work really well actually and this developer the main developer no longer owns the franchise and, and i think they're defunct uh the red faction games with their destructible environments especially in red faction 2 um, if they wouldn't have gone third person, if they would have stayed first person, kept the destruction, added vehicles, I think that could have been something special. Because Battlefield having the destructible stuff is good, but it's very limited. Um Red yeah. Faction, it was pretty much everything under the fucking sun. Um,
1: I want to say that was THQ that owned them. And yeah, THQ did go bankrupt.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But the the, the <laughs> main develop like developer like, book was under their anyway. umbrella. Yeah. 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 So that's
1: yeah, like how we're still getting the uh Darksider series. Dark from, Sider like, uh,
0: and uh Saints Row. So yeah. yeah, but uh you know, I, I think something like that would have worked because Halo works with vehicles because of the sandbox and their like limited maps. Uh Battlefield's maps were always so sprawling, but the good Battlefield maps always had points that, of, of recognition. And they lost that because even now with the next battlefield coming out, it's like big open area with some cities. And I'm like, okay, they're here ish. You know, you're pinging on the map. There's no real iconic locale like bad company Two. I thought was like the perfect map sizes, perfect team sizes. And you knew the locales. Um, Battlefield three had some cool shit too, where it was bigger, but they still had locales that you could recognize. Now I think with 120 players um in one map it's too much of a giant clusterfuck and the map design suffers because you have to fit everyone in and yeah. but you don't have like these interesting environments to fight in any longer um i hope i'm wrong but my my theory is um all of these vehicle like sh- shooters with vehicle focus really just suffered because map design is hard especially when you yeah. bring vehicles in and stuff you have to accommodate
1: for so there much. was maybe you remember this the Name of the game, there was a tank game on the Nintendo 64 where you like battled other tanks in a Battle, city. Uh, Battlezone 64, Battlezone, yeah, yeah. All right, bring back Battlezone 64, dude. <laughs> Whoever owns that, uh, that, that Atari, game was amazing. Like, it had like heat seeking missiles, something? yeah. What
0: I think it's it might be, I think Atari, then Midway, or something like that. I'm trying to think, anyway, yeah, yeah, I know what you're well, talking about. So, that
1: game was awesome. Like, it seemed. And but that was also slower based combat as well. Like uh but it's like slower city based like tank combat. Uh, yeah. but like every tank had different abilities and power ups. And yeah. my favorite was the one with the heat seeking missile that like puts you in like first person mode of a missile and like
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot yeah. there's a lot to say. I you know, and vehicles are fun, man. Like I, I man. thought like the one thing and, and I'm gonna get crucified for this, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> <clears throat> Fuck it.
1: Only the most hardcore are still listening up to this point, bro. True,
0: true. Grand Theft Auto's multiplayer sucks horrible ass because the shooting sucks, the vehicle driving is okay, and the heists are overrated.
1: Yeah. Grand Theft I mean, Auto's multiplayer. by be the hackers best. and like a broken economy. <laughs> Uh, i mean there's a lot of issues with it grand theft auto could be the best
0: like sandbox shooter of all time if rockstar knew how to make the gunfights fun shooting people in grand theft auto is never fun there's nothing no. fun about it driving the vehicles is fun invading the cops is fun but the actual gunplay sucks horrible ass um if they could figure it out, and it's gonna be, it's not gonna be Rockstar either, because the same gunplay problems plague Red Dead Redemption. Um, they plague every game with guns that Rockstar makes. Uh, yeah. Sans Max Payne three, but that's a special case. That's like an exception rather than the rule. Uh, if some if some developer comes along and they manage to make fun gunplay along with like Rockstar's level of polished in terms of vehicle control and stuff cuz I think like the helicopters and stuff and the planes they're so arcadey controlled that it adds to the fun but shooting people sucks balls in that game it feels so bad. Yeah. That that's the key. That that's the missing sauce, dude. Some developer it's going to be someone's going to get pissed at Rockstar, right? That was a big big player in how the physics and handling worked in the vehicle department. Someone's going to get pissed. They're going to leave someone in a studio that that does good feeling shooter mechanics is going to get pissed. They're going to leave or they're going to feel hampered. So someone from like, let's say, uh, uh, Raven <laughs> No, eh, people from or don't seem to have the drive to make their own company. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> They're locked in the basement of Activision. Okay, let's say
0: someone from Respawn, right? Because they've already done it once. They've done it twice. They left EA from Medal of Honor to Infinity Ward. They left Infinity Ward to make Respawn, to make Titanfall, right? Those Their, their gunplay is always, I feel, feels really good. Yeah. Um, there's someone's going to get pissed at respawn because they don't want to kick out another apex legends they want to work on something else right um they want to leave ea they left they left uh ea to go to activision to go to ea again you know like they want to just do something on their own they're going to leave, have their good gunplay knowledge. That person um, from Rockstar who left, who who doesn't want to work on GTA 6 for the next 12 years of their lives. They don't want to work on Red Dead Redemption 3 for the next 14 years of their lives, right? They, yeah. they want to just make something now and make something fun. They have this this energy, this knowledge of what makes that particular kind of kind of combat fun. They're going to Reese's piece their, their way together, and they're going to make the best damn game we've ever seen um, in terms of you know, multiplayer combat. But no one's going to say- play it because the marketing's going to suck guess
1: <laughs> i want to say that game was h1z1 bro <laughs> before like uh, I feel, uh yeah i feel like that you know popularized the battle royale genre like they had great combat great feeling good vehicles uh it was just plagued by jankiness and they like everyone was just like fix your game and they just never did they like sold out literally to another company yeah. and as soon as they did Twice. my buddy was like we we're like <laughs> oh they'll fix it they'll make more servers they're gonna uh fix this uh, and I had to, like, take... I was, like, take a knee, boys. Networking solutions aren't something you can just, like, fix by buying more of. Like, you actually have to go, like, make physical, physical servers.
0: Yeah. yeah. I was,
1: like... Uh, at the time, it was, like, League of Legends, where they spent, like, $4.2 billion or something crazy to build servers across North America. Because League of Legends had the exact same problem early on, like, uh, season two and three. Like, you'd constantly get disconnected. And uh, they're, like, oh, we we've heard you. We're building out servers. So, they like literally blitz creaked and like started building a bunch of servers. And now they have like a way better infrastructure than what they did, you know? Uh, but Bleed. it's not like a, a yeah. turnkey solution, man. Like I know like uh, Amazon, you know, solutions tries Cloud to be solutions. now. Yeah, yeah. But they're not it's, there yet either. It's good
0: actually. Um, like for, oh, for the most part, right. They, uh, they've had six outages in the last four years affecting like good chunks of the world slash our country right like 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 when it goes out it fucks like it it fucks everything up right you don't know how much is on amazon cloud till it goes out but it works so well that you know those six times i know because it works so well otherwise you know so i think we're on to something i think microsoft's new azure platform and sega jumping into the game as well for that, I think we're going to be in a, it's, it's going to be an online renaissance in the next 10 years. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm betting on,
1: um, Oh, for sure, man. Like, especially with like, uh, everybody working from home and stuff now, like yes. uh, there's only more demand for like the rollout of these services to like, get like a stronger back infrastructure and like North America's definitely been notoriously late to the game when it comes to like fiber internet and like high-speed internet, uh, just because like, we're so dispersed, like uh, some city centers are, have gotten but the,
0: it like monopolies hurt it too
1: yeah 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 the government ran monopolies like it's the same reason why we don't have like cheap energy either like you know it's uh the, the solutions out there but like i guess i could put this into the universe like my solution like did you know 50 percent of your power is wasted on the power line going to your house it's just always running yeah uh, so my quick solution to that is just like build battery banks or you store the energy and then you stop running the power to people's houses where they're not using power and you can just like charge it up. Uh, <laughs> and like these battery banks already exist. Like Elon Musk like released like a patent free battery bank. It's like about the size of a car, but like, you yeah. know, it runs like a week worth of electricity on there. Uh, but you double the power supply overnight just by, you know, having a smart energy grid instead of like this dumb energy grid that's left over from like the railroad system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, nobody's going to do that because of the monopolies. They're hard as fuck. They hard as yeah. fuck?
0: They're monopolized. They're, they're such an institution. Yeah. It's, it's a great idea. And it, it takes individual consumers to do it because you can do that yourself. Yeah. Right? Like like people, I've, I've seen people who build what are called Tesla houses where they place the entire fucking roof of their house with like solar panels and shit. And, uh, but they still get power, but they just turn their shit off at the breaker box and just use the, uh, you know, batteries yeah. for a while. So.
1: Yeah, so everyone talks a big he's, game until it comes to their own pocketbook
0: exactly exactly it takes <laughs> users to do that um but we're near the, near the end of the podcast and and i just wanted to take this episode to talk about call of duty saying that yes it's it's a similar game each year but it there's a there is a place for it you know why do we see a new you know i use fast and fierce as an example but you know like like big Budget popcorn dumb action movies every summer. Why do we all go to see those? Because they're fun. I just I just wanted to highlight that yeah. there's no shame in liking the new Call of Duty, the new Battlefield, the new, you know, Spur of the Month game that came out. You know, if you're having fun, that is what gaming's all about. You don't need to look at your neighbor and say, Oh, oh, they're trash because they're playing, you know, Black Ops, you know, or Warzone or whatever. Who gives a shit? Are they having fun playing a game in, <laughs> in the best, you know, medium? that we have
1: are they living yes. their best life right, right
0: right like like you know I, I think that i think to each their own man i think there's there's fun to be had and even like the franchises that are shit on the most um you know like like i don't like the destiny franchise but i realize people have fun with it you know yeah um there's there's something to be said about it man i would so, also
1: say that uh it could be like a lover scorn situation too where it's like the games didn't change you changed you grew up you know Uh, a lot of these games like we said are like super fun when you're playing with your friends and stuff and like let's be real like as you get older there's like less free time for everybody to just like veg out and play like a nice call of duty for like you know six seven hours a day yeah Uh, and that's why
0: that's why it works man people who like my coworkers are older than me right but probably let's say it's five to to ten years older than me so they're in their 40s you know they're 40s near 40s and some of them are closer to 50 than 40 but uh you know you know what they all do they they cut loose they crack open a beard they all play call of duty like because yeah. they know what it is you know they don't have to learn anything they don't have to learn new systems they don't have to learn new weapons they point and shoot and it's a good time and it's a good team bonding exercise for us too it's it's yeah. something that's you know it's it's there for everyone and stuff like that always has to exist if it doesn't And I think we should be happy that something like this exists because gaming is still, you know, the newest, like, form of media at this point. And, you know, we, like, movies, radio, radio has pop music, you know, that's something that pretty much everyone can enjoy on some level. You know, movies have, like, the summer blockbusters that everyone can enjoy on some level. Yeah. And games have... What are now, you know, the fall blockbusters, the Call of Duties, the games that you can enjoy on some level because you know exactly what you're getting into. So, you know, each each thing has its point. It's just another part of gaming becoming mainstream instead of a niche market. Yeah, and it's a broad audience appeal. You know? yeah yeah dude so, so, truthfully i'm proud of it dude i it, it's letting there's still uh, going to be
1: your high art pieces and like everything yep. it's like nobody's taking away your armas <laughs> like your, uh, yeah. you know your your more system level high level thinking man's game your uh, x-coms yep uh you know nobody's going to come in and make you delete them off your hard drive so exactly uh, you, you'll exactly. still have there's something for everybody very true very true
0: so let me just end uh, with the last few, few minutes that we have asking you, and I think I already know the answer, but uh, your favorite Call of Duty or Battlefield, or if you want to answer both, sure, and uh, what you'd like to see from either series in the future.
1: I mean, you know, it's going to be the the one that brought me to the dance, and that's going to be a Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. And then for Battlefield, I would still stay with Battlefield Vietnam uh, because of the helicopters. I was like, when I got into them, running around with helicopters and that. I know they had them in some of the other games too, but you know, those are the ones that kind of hit me with like, uh, had the most fun with my friends, had the most hours in, and like enjoyed a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like for the series, I I think they're just going to do what they're going to do. Like, I I understand what it is. And like we kind of touched on, like, it'll still be there if I ever want to like pick up more Call of Duty. I'm not above it. Uh, I think the vanguard might not do that well like i don't know it might get back down to like a one or two studio situation and like hopefully that frees up these studios to like try something bigger and different uh or you know do something out of left field and like uh, i've kind of touched on a, a couple of times before is like big companies don't like to take big gambles with a lot of money so it's like all right as soon as like they lose a ton of money on one of these call of duties they're gonna take that studio maybe place like smaller bets uh, unfortunately, it'll probably be like, you know, Call of Duty more mobile game you know, or they something. They already you know? did, though. Right? I know. If you remember, I know they the, have a few. Yeah, yeah I was
0: going to say the Black Ops game, or was it Black Ops 4? That didn't have a single yeah. player, right? So they're like, oh, we fucked up because, you know, while the game sold, it didn't meet the usual standards so single players came back you know it's you know uh you know there's there's ways to express yourself within even big fucking monopoly giant corporate systems so yeah dude interesting interesting uh i think my favorites and i think i've said it a few times now but uh for battlefield bad company 2 without a doubt um one of the funnest time one of the funnest gaming moments i've had and it was right around the time where my Where my life started changing, too, of having less time, you know, worrying more about adult things. And Bad Company 2 was just that perfect time where I got home from work, I jumped on, buddies would be on, uh, we'd jump in a giant server together, just throwing C4 on trucks, driving in and using it as a giant bomb, you know, like stuff like that, or taking down a building with it. Such a good time. Just good, clean fun. And my favorite Call of Duty, actually the original Black Ops. Um, I <laughs> loved Modern Warfare as well, but the original back Black Ops, uh, despite the server issues that it had, um, it adding the dolphin dive where you just like jump in the air and you could lie prone so you'd like literally dolphin your way <laughs> through the map was a very fun movement mechanic, if albeit a bit silly. And I'm a big capture the flag guy, and as far as Call of Duty's implementation of Capture the Flag, I thought Black Ops had the absolute best version of it. So a lot of good memories there. Um, the kill streaks weren't over the top either. Um, so you know, I I had a good time with it. So that yeah. being said, uh, let's see you guys. I hope you had a good time. Yeah, we hope you guys it's had a had good time it listening to it. I hope I hope we shed some light on saying that uh, you know it's okay to like games that are popular. You know, I think in in the gaming space in general, people shit on what's popular because it's it's co- it's the cool thing to do. And I'm asking, who are you trying to impress? It's just you and the monitor, man. If you're if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I had fun in Call of Duty and you're ashamed, something's wrong with you, man. Just reevaluate. You know, you're yeah. having fun. And having fun is the right. main goal of the whole thing. So just have fun. Yeah. That being said, just have fun, guys. So, sound off in the comments. What was your favorite Call of Duty or Battlefield? Um, and what would you like them to do in the future? Uh, Chip, anything to add before we end off?
1: That's it, man. All right, take boys. Take it easy. Well, it's a
0: week. Yes, sir. That's our week. I'm Mr. Gippy. Like, Yippie, subscribe. Chip, Chip Monk. Monk. All right, guys. Take care. Get 20,000 of your friends. Make, uh, force their hand and make them sub. Take care, boys.
1: There you go. Peace. We out.